Joining me now on the pod is Arkansas tight end commit Aaron Outley from Little Rock Parkview High School. Aaron, thanks for joining us again. You've, you're kind of a veteran to the pod now with your second appearance. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing good. I'm just glad to be back on here again. Yeah, absolutely. We're happy to have you. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of. Well, I'm, I'm not sort of. I'm really disappointed. We actually um, had the uh, had the pleasure of uh, of uh, streaming a couple of y'all's games this year. So we got to do the Mountain Home game out at War Memorial, and then the uh, the great game against uh, uh, Sylvan Hills in the playoffs. And uh, unfortunately, didn't get to didn't didn't get to see you out there. Season cut short because of injury. Uh, just talk about how tough it was to not be out there with your guys this year. I mean, it was tough. I mean, it just went unused. I ain't really just never had a big injury like that where I've been out for such a long period of time. But, I mean, I just work through it, and I always look at the positive sides and uplift my teammates and encourage them to go out there and try to uh, fight back and try to get win a shit. What'd you learn? What, what all did you What'd you learn about yourself through this time frame? Obviously, you all try to learn something from adverse adversity. What What did this time being away, not being able to play? What did this teach you about yourself? Man, just really focusing on how my body is and what it seems to do when I uh, to recover and to build my leg up, and just really to focus on my body and get ready for the next level. So I think we might have talked about this a little bit last time, but obviously we've had some time to, to digest and think about it. We saw what Arkansas was able to do at times with the tight end position this year with limited depth. But, um, you know, over the years, Arkansas has always had great success with tight ends. Guys like like Hunter Henry, C.J. O'Grady, D.J. Williams, Chris Gregg, Jason Peters, the list can go on and on. And obviously depth was an issue this year, but what do you bring personally to the tight end room that Hog fans should be excited about? Uh, just an all-around tight end. I mean, you can get. I can put my hand in the ground. I can get an H back. I can split out. I mean, just a four-down territory tight end, a true tight end that can do it all and play down the field and bring that intensity to the offense. Has now have you talked with obviously Coach Cooper, um, but have you talked with Coach Cooper and Coach Browse at all about you know how they plan to use you as a tight end in this offense? Oh uh, yes, they plan to use me everywhere. I mean, from blocking to running routes. I mean, it's just. It's just a, a playbook basically built around with a tight end. So it's going to be very exciting next year. So could we maybe expect to see some some uh, Arkansas connection with uh, with Aaron Atley and, and Hudson Henry on opposite sides of the offensive line sometime in the future? Oh, yes, sir. I can't wait. That'd be a lot of fun. Who's a tight end that you like to mold your game after? Uh, I really like to mold my game after, like, Really like Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey. I mean, big tight ends like that 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 can block and also run routes. I mean, Tony Gonzalez is a great one too. I try to model my game after. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong. I could be, but now you're. Are you a Niners fan? Yes, sir. That's what I thought. See, I knew we had that connection. So, obviously, another good tight end and a guy like George Kittle, um, you know. Uh, he's by far my favorite, though. Yeah, I love George Kittle. And I hate, again, same situation kind of you're in this year, obviously, with, with the injury. Yeah. And our, our poor night, I've, I've given some friends of mine. I've got a, a buddy of mine who's a Rams fan. And uh, I, met, I messaged him a couple weeks ago. I said, hey, man, how y'all going to let your let the Niners JV team beat y'all in your own house? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there? I mean, 
I try to model like I try to study how the, the professional do it, like such as George Kittle and how he run routes, how he do everything to try to model my game and try to make a, a better level to bring a better level to it. Well, George Kittle's definitely a good one to mold your game after, and as a fellow Niners fan, that's a good connection. So that gets me excited about getting to watch you when you get up there in Fayetteville for sure. So yes, talk a little bit about your relationship with Coach Cooper. What's he like as a recruiter? Uh, he's great. I mean, we've had the best relationship out of every coach that I've talked to, and there's been a lot of coaches I've talked to. I basically had that connection with Coach Pittman, Coach Cooper, and Coach Browse. I mean, basically the whole staff, we all talk, I always talk with the whole staff, and we just had that connection, and I just wanted to, it just felt like it felt the best fit for me, and I'm home, so I'm going to be happy. What's the, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't know, maybe a little bit of pressure. You guys have got a lot of talented guys there at Parkview. You've got, you know, you're Landon Rogers, of course, James Joyner, yourself. You guys are all highly, you know, highly regarded uh, recruits. And so has there been any, and obviously being an Arkansas kid, was there any, ever, ever any pressure that you felt to go to Arkansas? I mean, I, I really never felt any pressure because my family, they always told me to do what's best for you. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It's just what's best for you, so. I've kind of made that decision on my own to do uh, to make the commitment. So I didn't really feel any pressure. I just felt about deciding for myself and God. So that's basically what I try to model. So you had some big time offers, obviously outside of Arkansas, Florida State, LSU, Michigan, uh, Missouri, amongst others. Who was Arkansas's stiffest competition for your commitment? Uh, I would have to say Florida State. I mean, those are the top two schools that uh, that I had that big connection with. So those probably those probably the competition. Not not too bad of of competition to have there. Um, let me ask you, let me ask you this: since you were you were being recruited by Missouri, I don't know how you know how in depth that got. But obviously, we come off of a of a tough loss to a Missouri team that we just can't get a can't seem to get over the hump against. I want to know your your opinion. Do you see that as a rivalry between Arkansas and Missouri right now? Oh, of course, it's it's some um, it's a game that's going to have to wait next year. And I talked to Coach I talked to Coach Cooper right after the game and said we're going to get him next year. So. I mean, it's, it's definitely a rival. Well, I can tell you, I know there's one guy that we're going to have on the pod later on uh, at some point, and uh, we, we've had him on the pod before, um, but we'll have him on this preview pod as well, or the signing day special pod. But Jermaine Hamilton Jordan is a, is a guy that maybe has a little distaste for Missouri and going to help us bud that rivalry up a little more. Yes, sir. So, <laughs> so what are you looking forward to the most once you get to Fayetteville? Uh, just to get there, get back out there and play on the field. I mean, it's been since September since I actually played the game of football. But I'm just ready to get back out there and practice and the pads and everything, and just enjoy enjoy the journey, enjoy my college journey. All right, so give me a commit, and I and I will go ahead and even let you use your own name, even though I think this question's been I've, I've been framing this for you guys uh, to not use yourself. So, uh, but if if you don't want to, if you don't want to upset another potential classmate by not saying a name, but give me one commit that you think will have a, a big impact at Arkansas early on. Um. Um. That's a tough one. I would say myself, but I mean everybody good. I mean we got Raheem coming from Florida; he's a great receiver. And we got Lucas. We got my guy Landon. We got uh, we got some good talent coming in. So I couldn't really really decide on that one. 
Talk about a little bit of that just on this class before I let you go. Just how this class fits the needs or how you guys, how about better? This is probably a better question. How have you guys kind of locked in with each other, the camaraderie in this class and, and what you guys are looking to accomplish? Have you guys got some goals or some different things y'all have talked about that you want to accomplish once you get to get in Fayetteville together? Uh, yes, uh, we actually have a group chat together. It's all the class of 2020 commissioners going to Arkansas. And we talk all the time on what we're going to do next year, how we're going to do it, how we're going to attack it, and just try to build that program back to what it used to be. Who talks the most trash in that chat? Uh, we all talk a lot of trash. So I can't really say we all talk stuff. So I can't really say who talks the most, but we we. We all talk a little stuff. It's all funny games, though. Oh, yeah. So one other question then, because I'm talking to you. Now, this this podcast, we probably won't put all this together and it pro- and be together until next week. So it'll be after this happens. But um, I don't know if you it, you may be aware. But so obviously Friday night, we're recording this. This is Thursday. Tomorrow night, Keytron Jackson and Chase Lowry are going to go against each other in a playoff game down in Texas. There, has there been any talk going on in the group chat about that game? Uh, yeah, I actually just was talking about that. Uh, it's actually been crazy. I've been, it's just been funny to me how they're just going back and forth, but I mean, it's going to be a game to see, though. Yeah, not every day that we're going to get to see two hog commits literally go head to head. And, and, and I mean, and a guy that's a defensive back and a guy that's a wide receiver. Going to be a lot of fun to watch. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, so looking forward to that one. And, uh, man, I really appreciate you joining us again on the podcast, Aaron. Um, I know you guys have got a, a signing day uh, a deal going on over at Parkview. What time are you guys doing that? And is there any way that, that you know of that people can watch? Uh, people can watch. I mean, it's really just like open people. Anybody can really come. It just, it just can't be like a real enormous crowd. But it'll be uh, at 1.30 on December 16th, which is a Wednesday. Okay, fantastic. Well, once again, we thank you for joining us. I think we sp- I speak for all Hog fans that we look forward to, to seeing you up on the hill really, really soon. And uh, good luck and Woo Pig. Oh, thank you, Woo Pig. All right, Aaron Atley, tight end commit at the University of Arkansas. Appreciate him joining us, and we'll be back in just a minute. Thank you. They all in my business like TMZ, but back in the day they ain't noticed me. They weren't coming to see me like Otis, but always. Joining me now on our High on the Hog signing day special pod is kicker commit Cameron Little. Cameron, appreciate you joining me uh, for this spot. How are you today? Yes, sir. Pretty good. How about yourself? You know, I can't complain. It's Friday. We're uh, it, just so the folks know, we're recording this a few days early before these drop. But uh, it's a it's a Friday. I'm uh, getting ready to go broadcast some high school basketball tonight. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So, all right, man. So now that your high school career has come to an end, talk about how you feel you've grown as a player in your time in high school. So it was, I think, I think it was pretty short for my high school career because I didn't really start taking kicking or football seriously until like the very end of my sophomore year, I would say, because I started playing football uh, after my eighth grade, after my eighth game freshman year. So I think it's grown pretty quickly. Uh, I've gotten a lot better and not a lot of time, which I mean is nice because I mean, I'd say junior year is when I really, really started like grinding and started like really focusing on kicking. So I think it's gotten a lot better and not a lot of time, which is, I mean, it's great uh, to get better and not a lot of time because most people take a longer time to get better at kicking and stuff like that. But I feel like it all came naturally to me and just 
you know, I feel like I've gotten a lot better. So what were what what sport were you more interested in before football? Uh, soccer, a hundred percent. I was definitely a soccer kid growing up from about five till about you know till now. Really, I mean, I saw I just saw, I, saw, I quit this past this past year and I didn't play. I was not planning on playing high school this this spring, so it was kind of a hard hard goodbye. But I'm definitely more enjoying uh, more enjoying football now. So. Very cool. Well, so a lot of folks look at the kickers and think, man, what an easy job. All you got to do is kick. Is that true? <laughs> I, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm biased because, I mean, obviously I'm a kicker. So, so like, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard mental game because most people see it as, you know, just going out there and, you know, kicking a ball through the uprights. But, I mean, there's a snap, a hold, line's got to block, got to get the right off time going, uh, got to hit the ball right. Um, so, I think I think it's like I think it's about thirty percent mental, seventy percent kicking, and you know physical physical attributes. But I feel like the mental game is harder than can be harder than the kicking part. You know, just going out there if you miss a kick, miss a big time kick, and the next kick I feel like just as important as the last kick. So just trying to overcome misses is a big part of kicking. Talk about your preparation and the training you go through as a kicker. I don't think a lot of people, you, you're talking about the mental side and, and all of the different things that go into it. But, you know, I don't think a lot of people realize how much work actually goes into being a kicker, especially a kicker at the level that you're headed towards. Yeah, so I feel like <clears throat> preparation I've kind of learned uh, throughout high school is you got to have some, like, got to have some confidence, kind of some swagger about you when you're going on the field. I feel like that always kind of helps me gain some confidence when I'm out on the field. So we played it like, especially in rivalry games, I feel like that's when I kick the best is uh, just because like I bought, like I'd say Westmore across town rival we kick, uh, kicked against this past year. I had a lot of confidence just kind of like mojo going on uh, that game because it's my ex. I mean, that's where I was supposed to go to school is Westmore. So I feel like that kind of gave me some confidence just to like prove people wrong. That gives me confidence a lot. So I feel like mental preparation is, it's, it's all a mindset before your game. I mean, you can't go into the game thinking, you know, what if I miss a kick? What, like, what if those aren't good scenarios to go through your brain? Uh, just definitely go in with confidence that saying you're going to make the kick and uh, just focus and lock in. You like know when to lock in and know when to, you know, relax and uh, just get your mind right before kick. So icing the kicker, does it work? I, I, I've, I've never actually experienced icing the kicker before. So I've, I've, I've kicked the, so like uh, this past, I guess it was, yeah, actually, yeah, I guess I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't agree that it does work because I've gone through it. Well, I gone. I guess you could say I got, I went through it. Uh, at PAT this year, I had a 35 yard PAT because one of our, we, we had a game, game winning touchdown or game, game tying touchdown. And uh, I had to kick the PAT. And our guy spun the ball in the end zone, got a, uh, that's a celebration, so I got a 15-yard penalty, so I had to kick a 35-yard PAT, and they called a timeout. And to be honest, I didn't really feel that much pressure on that. Uh, I felt like, I mean, I was so focused on just making the kick and not not so much, like, like when am I going to kick and stuff like that. So I feel like I was. if you lock in enough and you just really focus enough, I feel like it doesn't really matter that much to me. So Coles has you rated as the number two kicker, number five punter overall. Do you prefer doing one over the other? Yes, uh, 100%. Um, I'm not much of a putter anymore. I did I did really want – I wanted to do it at, at the next level, you know, kind of in college because I wanted to end up doing all three. But uh, I think I'm I think I'm think a better kicker more so than a putter. I just I practice kicking more now. So I feel like eventually I'll just probably end up doing kicking at Arkansas. 
I feel like I'm a little better and I take a little more time into it. But I mean, I still feel like I'm a great putter, but I just don't really take the time as much anymore as I do kicking. Gotcha. So what initially interested you in Arkansas? So I, Coach Fountain texted me like the night before a morning workout. Like the night, like it was like 11 o'clock and I was right about to go to sleep. And he's like, hey, Cam, I'm coming to your school tomorrow. And I was like, oh, that's weird. All right. So I was like, sweet. So I, so he came to the morning workout the next day after I saw him, I shook his hand and he gave me a letter and it was like, you know, hopefully you can make it out to camp this summer and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, I piqued my interest because it was one of the, I guess it was second SEC school that had talked to me besides uh, Texas A&M. So I was like, sweet. I mean, close to home, um, stuff like that. So, and once, once we kind of build a relationship there, I kind of started and I went on a, I guess a month later in March, I went on the junior day. And then as soon as I stepped on campus, it kind of just felt, it felt right. Um, I'd only visited, I visited OSU, North Texas, and I'd visited OU a lot, or OSU, sorry, a lot. And um, it was just kind of, it just kind of felt at home. Uh, kind of like, I, I liked OSU's campus, but Arkansas's campus just, it just was different. I mean, SEC, playing in the SEC, playing the best teams in college football, and uh, staying close to home while doing that was, I mean, it was all, all there. Yeah, Fayetteville is a different world. I don't think that people really, really understand uh-uh. it. I know Arkansas sometimes gets a bad rap, maybe even in, in a recruiting standpoint sometimes. It's like, it's Arkansas, what's there? But you get to Fayetteville, and, and it's just – and not to discount the rest of Arkansas. I love the state of Arkansas, but as a, as a, I'm sure as a high school kid or as a, as a recruit coming into all these different campuses, Fayetteville is probably a little different than what you maybe expected before you got yeah. there. Yeah. It was. I kind of, I kind of came into Arkansas like going on the visit. I was like, man, it's gonna be a really small town. Like, I, I just kind of had like a vibe of it. But when I got there, it was actually like way bigger. It was bigger than I thought, and I kind of just, it kind of just has like a homey vibe to it. So I, I really liked it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's fantastic. So we, we hear that a lot once we get kids up there. So so happy that you fell in love with it. And, and obviously, we're happy to, to have you join the fold as a, as a hog. So we look forward to it. So I, and I know so maybe soccer is the real option here. But if you weren't a kicker, is there another position in football you would play? Or would you would you stick to soccer? To be honest, if I was not playing kicker in football, I'd try to be a receiver. But honestly, I would want to be a golfer. I'm a big golf guy. So if that if that I would play college golf if that if I was not if my football did not work out if I'm being dead honest. Oh, very cool. I'm I was, big golf. Very cool. I was going to say, I, at 6'2", I mean, you got some size there, so you could maybe slide in somewhere else, but uh, very cool on I the love golf it. side. Very cool. Well, that's great, man. Well, Cameron, we really appreciate you joining us, uh, joining me this week on our uh, on our, our signing day special pod. Uh, look forward to watching you nail a few of those game winning kicks once you get up to Fayetteville real soon. And uh, yes, sir. Are you guys doing a signing day event at your school? Uh, yes, I'm trying to figure that out currently. They had it scheduled for Tuesday, which uh, doesn't really work out because signing day is Wednesday. So we're trying to get that rescheduled for Wednesday. Uh, so hopefully I'll, I'll be, I'll be signing Wednesday. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll keep an eye out on your Twitter just for more information as to when that's going to happen. I assume that's, that's where the easiest place to find out where that may be. Yes, sir. All right. Well, great. Well, Cameron, again, thanks so much for joining us and, uh, good luck and woo pig. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Are you too. The grass greener on the other side. I took a peek in that grass, ran from all these homicides. I mean, you gotta look alive, cause then the field get live. Or you gon' have your mama grind.
Welcome, everybody, back to the High on the Hogs podcast. And joining us now on our special signing day preview edition is Hog defensive back commit Chase Lowry out of Frisco, Texas. Chase, appreciate you joining us tonight, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man, we're, we're excited, as, as the rest of Hog Nation, to have you on board. And uh, we definitely appreciate you appreciate you taking out your time tonight. So I want to start, and, and I, I got to talk with uh, Keytron Jackson a little bit ago. And so, um, and I've explained this on a couple of other, these a couple of these other interviews, but, um, you know, we're recording this on Thursday night. So we've got a couple of, you know, this will actually release next week. Um, and so... Big time matchup this Friday as uh, you guys are are, are going to be matching up against Roy City and fellow Hog commit Keytron Jackson. Um, you going to get some man up on him on this game? Yes, sir. Talk about that matchup a little bit. Are you excited about getting to go up against Keytron? Uh, yes, sir. I'm a little excited to go against him. Uh, it's going to be yeah. As Carter said, he said it's just too to like what's going to be for the rest of the next. Three to four years in the practice, you're going to be going head to head. So this is just an early jump start. Now, now, I was just talking with Aaron Outley uh, a few minutes ago, and he was telling me uh, there's maybe been a little bit of trash talk going on in y'all's in y'all's group chat. Uh, you guys getting out a little bit in there? Hey, yes, sir. It's been a little bit of trash talk between us. So uh, a little bit. He's talking about how they're going to uh, win. He's just back in the last school and say how we're about to win. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we're looking forward to it. I know that we're going to we're going to be watching it as well. I know a lot of Razorback fans are. So let's get into it real quick. What interested you in Arkansas initially? Um, what interested me in Arkansas initially was uh, uh, actually Coach Carter. When uh, once you get uh, extended the offer, um, he trained with one um, my DB train one of my DB trainers. He used to train with him, and he's from Dallas, so he was a person that's easy. And he was a younger coach, so he was a person that was real easy to connect to. And then he was he just right when I talked to him, I was like, hey, "This is something different." So Arkansas has made pretty incredible progress on defense this season under Barry Odom. How do you feel that you're going to fit into this hog defense? Uh, I think I'm feeling pretty good on the hog defense because uh, because uh, Odom, uh, they've just been going over and watching what they've been doing. They they will switch it up on you. They can uh, they'll do man sometimes. They'll switch up in a zone. I think I'm good at both. And just bring some a ball. Personally, bring something on the ball to Arkansas. Yeah, you know, I think we saw this year just with maybe a lack of depth and some lack of uh, a little bit of a of a lack of maybe, like I said, like depth. We we, we watched Arkansas play a lot of zone this year, so uh, you feel like you're pretty strong in that man defense. Then, uh, yes, sir. I, I love I love playing man. No matter who's in front of me, just being right in um, whoever is in front of me, being right up in there, face, just being there on the ball is just it's fun. It brings out the best in everybody. That little competition. No doubt. So, any thoughts on playing alongside a guy like Jalen Catalan? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, Jalen is a dog. Uh, in fact, I'm in a group chat with him. I'm in a Twitter group chat with him because uh, when, when he was down in Dallas, he tra- uh, he also trained with my DB trainer. So, I know Jalen a little bit. And uh, I can't wait to play alongside him. 
Yeah, so and maybe you can be back there in the backfield and help him uh, fight some of these uh, these bogus targeting calls he's been getting. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> what do you think some of your – obviously man defense, but what do you think some of your strengths are as a corner and maybe a couple things or something you may need to work on when you get to the next level? Um, I think some of my strengths are, like you said, man to man, whether that's uh, whether that's tight man or just off man coverage. And also, I said one of my biggest strengths uh, that separates me from a lot of corners is my ball skills. Like no matter what my my thing is, when the ball's in the air, it is it's either I'm coming down with it or no one's coming down with it. And just being able to make plays uh, on the ball when it's in the air, no matter where it's at, it's my general vicinity. So, and then, go ahead. Uh, uh, and then some things uh, I guess I'll probably work on uh, will probably be uh, being more patient, uh, being more patient and being better, doing better with my eyes uh, and keeping them on the receiver's hit. So you had offers from Arizona, Iowa State, Michigan State, Purdue, amongst others. Who was Arkansas' stiffest competition to getting your commitment? Um, Arkansas. Um, one, it was one that I didn't post. It was, it was where I got like, cause when I made my, I made my, to so when I committed, I got offered literally right after, or no, I got offered like the, a couple hours before, but one was, uh, Oregon and then Oregon and then you know, Purdue. Yeah, how how hard is it to turn away a school like obviously Oregon's got some you know the the cool uniform combos and all that. Yeah, how hard was it to, to obviously I mean you can't make a decision based on a uniform, but pretty neat situation they got going up in Oregon that had to have been a pretty cool opportunity. Yes, sir. Now did you get a chance? Did you get a chance to go visit up there? Uh, no, sir. I, um, I didn't get the chance to visit Oregon, but one of my friends who I used to go school with, um. He plays at Oregon. He's a safety there, and he just told me how, how much he loved it. Well, very cool. We're we're happy to have you in Arkansas, obviously. But yeah, that Oregon connection sometimes can be tough. But so it's been a tough couple of years for the Hogs before Sam Pittman took over. We don't we don't talk about the pre Sam Pittman era around here anymore. But I know you guys have a pretty pretty in depth uh, group chat that y'all like to kind of talk back and forth and and get excited. What's the mindset of this recruiting class coming on the campus after seeing how well Arkansas has kind of turned the tide this year? Um, our mindset is so this year we've been we uh, I'm sorry, really the record it really should be six and three. We're not gonna talk about it, but it really should be six and three. But our mindset going into when we're coming here is just helping change and make that uh, completely change the turnaround, make that turnaround, uh, and then before we leave, our biggest goal is to win the SEC. Well, we love to hear that as, as Hog fans, no doubt. Our, our fans will love to hear that. So, one more question before I let you go. Give me one commit in this class you think is going to be a big impact early on at Arkansas. One commit. And you can say yourself um, if you want to, even though I've told most of the guys to stay away from yourself. But, hey, we like confidence. So, if you think it's you, have at it. Um, like I think one of the biggest ones would be um, – uh, I'll probably say, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to say either Lucas or Keychon. I can, I can, uh, yeah, I can agree with that. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, Keychon, because, um, 
you saw him bring another another dead time receiver just to explosive. He's an explosive, um, he's an explosive player. And he's found the balls in his hands. He's, he can take it out the distance. And then Lucas, Lucas is that leader. He kind of brought, uh, he brings us all together. He brought, he's also one of the reasons I committed. He, he, I would say he's probably, as of right now, stopping himself as a leader. Yeah, we've had Lucas on the podcast before, and he's he's definitely going to be a guy that's going to lead a huddle and lead a team at Arkansas. Uh, we're, we're we're pretty pretty excited to to get to see him up there on the hill. So, all right, so really appreciate you joining me. Obviously, for our signing day special pod uh, on Wednesday, uh, let the folks know when you're signing. I'm assuming you guys will have a signing day deal uh, when you guys plan when you plan to sign, and if there's any way any, any of the fans can watch it. I am um, I'll be signing at 8, 8 a.m. at my school. And you can, um, our fans can tune in on my Instagram live. So I'll be broadcasting it live. And that's what I'm it. Well, perfect, man. Well, I think I speak for all of Razorback Nation that we cannot wait to see you up on the hill, uh, teaming up there with guys like Jalen Catalan and, and others in that defensive backfield. So, again, thanks for joining us, and uh, good luck and woo pig. Yes, sir. Woo pig. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. All right. Chase Lowry joining us. Thank you very much. <laughs> You gon' have your mama grind, asking God why. Why is my son in that casket? Why he get caught lacking? Why was he acting tough knowing damn well he's bad at acting? His birthday. Joining us now on the pod is offensive line commit Cole Carson out of Rivercrest High School in Bogota, Texas. Cole, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, sir. Well, so first off, I want to start because you've definitely got that uh, that Texas that Texas accent and twang to you. So, so uh, a cattle farmer by trade, I hear. Is that right? Yes, sir. It is. <laughs> so, so I, I read a story recently about you that you grew up working on a cattle farm, obviously, and I cannot ignore the irony of a big man up front that, that's out on the football field normally out there herding cattle around in a field. It seems pretty fitting to me. Oh yes, sir. Am I? That's a, how I learned. For, I learned real young, pulling around show calves that just uh, transferred over to the football field, just pushing and pulling around the defensive line. So you probably haven't really had uh, had a whole lot of time to take breaks during all this COVID craziness, I would assume, um, working out on a, on a cattle farm, huh? Well, uh, we've been lucky that it hasn't really affected us much up here in Northeast Texas as much as some other places, and um, uh, cows don't take no rest. <laughs> the the joys of living, uh, living more in the country, uh, these things get to us a lot slower than other places, right? Yes, sir. So, Cole, I know y'all season ended early, earlier than y'all probably wanted to, but congrats on a great year uh, that ended just a little early in the two-way playoffs. Uh, thank you, sir. We, am, uh, we come into this year hoping to make a pretty good run in the playoffs, and uh, we had a couple of the injury bugs struck us early in Austin throughout the year, and uh, we ended up having a 7-4 and four season and ended up losing to Crawford, who is in the state semifinals right now, and it's always kind of nice to be able to say, well, uh, we did lose to the state runner-up or the state winner, 
So maybe they'll get her done this week. There you go. Absolutely. makes At least it gives you maybe somebody to root for a little bit. Yes, sir. So let's talk about your last few years. Obviously, uh, um, how do you think you've grown as a player over these last, last few years in high school? Well, it's kind of funny. I'm writing a college essay right now over why I love football. It, um, I'm highlighting the big main points that involves what just you asked me. Um, well, fantastic. I've seen my myself grow as just as a person more than anything, really. I mean, it te- it's been teaching me really great life lessons along the way, as long as just of being able to get things done, go as hard as you can, have good work ethic, so and do it to the best of your ability. But I've also seen myself grow in strength and intelligence, and in uh, just overall. Um, being a, having a, being a leader. You know, it's it's funny. When I was in college, I wrote a, I uh, was in a, in a journalism class, and and I, I used to write a, a uh, an opinion article um, for our school paper, and I wrote one one time about uh, what I learned in sports. I mean, I I played a lot of sports growing up, um, and so when I was in college, I, I wrote this article about um, about the 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 things that sports taught me versus some of the other classes that we have to take, and so I say that for two reasons. One, it, it, it caught a lot of flack from certain departments within the the university but um, I think it also highlights the fact of what you learn I mean obviously you learn a lot a lot of life lessons out on that cattle farm but there's a lot of life lessons in football in in camaraderie and other things that you learn every day on that football field other than just playing football that's right sir I mean I wouldn't be the person I am today if I hadn't had those two two things in my life yeah without a doubt so I always love getting you big guys, the big guys up front on the pod. The, the the pretty boy quarterbacks and other skilled players usually get all the love. But now Arkansas is led by a true offensive lineman and a player's coach. Talk about your relationship with Coach Pittman and what you look forward to most about playing for him as an offensive lineman. Coach Pittman is amazing. Him and Coach Davis both. They're just both real genuine people. I just I love to talk to them every single moment. My family loves to talk to them. They're just they're real deal people and I, i'm just real excited to get to go up there and get to be coached by one of the best as they say in the college football world uh, they say coach Pittman's the best and he got he's backed up by one of the other best coach davis and hopefully they can push me to be the greatest i can be and make it as far as i can in my football career so what initially interested you in arkansas coach davis and coach Pittman was the biggest I like that it's a it's an SEC. I like the SEC. I like that it's pretty close to home here, or compared to a lot of other schools that was in contact with me. Coach Pittman and Coach Davis was the real big turning point for me, though. Any good fun recruiting stories that that you can tell about either Pittman or Coach Davis? Well, me and Coach, not not really that I can say. Just uh, <laughs> every time me and Coach Pittman and Coach Davis get on the phone, we have a ball now. Good. Good. So what's your favorite part about being an offensive lineman? Getting to hit. Getting yep. to hit, uh, hit people. My brother, he played center uh, in, in high school, and he used to always tell me that uh, that punching was his favorite part. So um, he, he broke his hand one year and, and, and was upset that he couldn't really punch anymore. So so I feel you. The, the, the good hits that you get to get to lay in, 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 the, in the trenches there, a lot of fun. That's right, yes, sir. And the other, my other favorite part is just being playing football and being on the offensive line is winning. Yeah, I love winning. 
Well, hey, Arkansas is headed in the right direction when it comes to that, and and you guys are going to be part of a pretty pretty important class here that's going to help uh, help help push that along as well. I believe that too, sir. So you had offers from Auburn. Let's see. I'm going through the list here. Auburn, Baylor, Arizona, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, amongst others. Who would you say was Arkansas' stiffest competition in getting your signature? Well, um, I liked uh, I liked the thought of Baylor and Ole Miss pretty good there for a while. Baylor, you know, it's, it's, Baylor and Ole Miss both are known as pretty great schools, and I talked to their coaching staff pretty good, and that's pretty nice, but. There's no one can compare to Coach Pittman and Coach Davis. There's nothing. I mean, that's that's a pretty – at least two of those guys are, are probably polar opposites in a guy like uh, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss and then a guy like Sam Pittman at Arkansas. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, one last question before we let you go. Give me one commit not named Cole Carson who you think is going to have a big impact early at Arkansas. Hmm. That's a tough one. I think we have a really great class, but I think uh, all th- uh, well, I'm, I'm going to go against the rules here, but I think all three of us offensive linemen are going to be a major part in turning the program around because you can't win. The, you, the battle is won up front, as they say. I think all three of us, uh, Devin Manuel and Terry Wells, we're all three going to be a major part of the change. You know, I think I think that's probably the best answer we're going to get on, on this entire uh, special edition of the pod here for, for all you guys that are signing with Arkansas. Um, you know, it, it, it starts it, it starts and ends up front with you big guys, and uh, you're not going to move the ball down the field without you. And you're right, man. We, it, there's some there's some pieces you guys bring some pieces that Arkansas is definitely in need of up front. Yes, sir. Well, Cole, I really appreciate you joining us on the pod this week. Um, tell us, so w- what time are you guys Are you guys having a, a signing ceremony or anything like that? And if you are, when is that? And is there a place we can actually see it online? I will be signing on Wednesday the 16th at Rivercrest High School around 12 o'clock. Uh, I don't believe we'll be having a live stream of it, but I will be posting pictures on my Twitter account. Well, fantastic. Well, if you if you want to, go ahead and give that Twitter account out real quick. Sorry, sorry. Let me pull it up real quick. <laughs> I'm the same way half the time. Uh, at Cole Carson 12. There you go. So at Cole Carson 12, make sure you, you give him a follow. I'm sure you've gotten a, an inundation of Razorback follows, but uh, let's see if we can help add to that number. And I think I speak for all Hog fans that uh, say we look forward to seeing you on the hill real soon, and, and good luck and woo pig. Yes, sir. Woo pig silly. That's right. All right. Well, we thank you, Cole, for joining us once again. Cole Carson, offensive line commit for this year's class. Once again, really appreciate you joining us, and um, we look forward to seeing you up on the hill. Thank you, sir. Uh, it was a pleasure being on, and y'all have a great, y'all have a good one tonight. You too.